Hello and welcome to the Astrology Oddcast with me, Francesca Oddi. So, first, I must apologise because last week and many, many times before, I have said <laughs> Mercury retrograde is fine. I love it. It's just about coincidences and, and bumping into people. And I have had the pie in my face. <laughs> in fact, right, so I've been setting up here for ages. I'm, I'm going to do some readings in town today. This was like my Black Friday offer. So I've got dressed. I'm all ready. I'm going out tonight. Everything's organized, been meticulous, up early, blah, blah, blah. Um, I went to get a coffee. You know, I haven't had one for a few days. I'm on like one or two a week at the minute. So spe- special treat was super healthy yesterday. Went and got it. Got, got a free one. Or free one, just had you know, so many vouchers from so many stamps. <laughs> Went and sat by the river, perched it on the bench, the like all the you know, the wooden slats on a park bench. Um, got my pan chocolate out, and just it just fell between the gap, and I had like an inch of coffee. I was like, okay, good, good, good. Like, you, you're just throwing water away, I mean, cash away, like, like money through my hands because this is Mercury retrograde in my eighth. <laughs> And it keeps, like, every day has been a joke. And just now, I've set up all my podcast stuff, as usual, like, all the shit. I've got, I've got, like, the, I don't even know what this is. Maybe maybe we'll clip this up. This thing, and, like, my mic, and all the stuff. And everything is attached to the computer via wires. And I just started a press start, and this box that I'm holding up fell off the desk. And the wire didn't come, fall out with it. The Half the wire stayed in the box and half the wire came out like the little metally bits so I broke this thing I don't even know what it's called I don't know how to order a new one because I don't know what it is my car's broken um the exhaust fell off as well as having a flat tire and they don't know if they're gonna have their spare part so I might not have my car at Christmas again and and that's just that's just today that's just today so it's it's been, it's not been full of coincidences. It's actually been full of cancellations. <laughs> Yesterday, I was supposed to see my friend, um, but I felt like hell. And every, I'd, I'd been out and I, was, I had a choice. Do you go and see your friend? That I really, really, really wanted to do, really wanted to do. But every cell in my body was on its knees begging for me to go for a sauna. Now I'm very lucky to go, I don't have a bath. I wanted a bath really, but I don't have a bath. So I was like, right. Every time I was like, please go for a sauna, please go for a sauna, please go for a sauna. God, I hope this sound is recording, because if it isn't, that'll really piss me off. I'm going to re- record on voice recordings as well. You can keep this in the pod, don't edit it out. This is this is live Mercury retrograde issues. And um, so, yeah, I listen to my body. I listen to my body. It, quite literally, my body's like, please. I And then I'm go- I googled. What are the health benefits of sauna? Like me being sceptical, like how is a sauna going to help me? Because I just felt that somehow blasting myself with heat was going to stop the cold that was coming because I had this, you know, and you had a savage sore throat and I was just knackered and I was like, I I need an early night to be warm and I'll be fine tomorrow. If I push it, I'm going to get ill. And and also other good things is I was offered hot chocolate yesterday and I was like, nah, I'm going to have a ginger tea. I just feel that I ate too much sugar yesterday. My body's saying no. So I did go for a sauna and a lovely lady was like, oh, do you mind if I put some eucalyptus on? And I was like, go for it. And then I remembered because, you know, I accidentally ate eucalyptus a couple of weeks ago at Thanksgiving when they had some eucalyptus leaves on the place setting. 
and um, it fell in my salad and I was so concentrating on getting all the coriander out that um, I didn't notice the eucalyptus fall in and I ate it. But then I, I my cold just went and someone sent me the spiritual meanings of eucalyptus, which I presume aren't on this phone, they're on the phone that's recording, but it's basically... Um, I'll try and put it in Instagram again in my stories, but it's like eucalyptus is a plant that's associated with people who work and work and work who get it until they get ill, like people who don't allow themselves a break, who associate um, the only way they allow themselves rest is when they're done. And and how this plant really supports health and vitality and making good decisions. It's actually, I should look it up because it's, they write it better in the book, but Either way, look it up. Like the, if a plant is a is a messenger, and as much as you know, you see the magpie and it's a symbol, or you pull a tarot card and it's a symbol. Plants are symbols as well. They all have meanings, and like you give someone a rose, it means I love you because we associate rose with love, and roses Venus. There's all these, think everything you know, everything's got meaning. It's so great. We were brought up to think this was superstition, but it's not. It's life. It's it's. It's how things are. It's the same way that numerology works. At four, has a structure and an energy. Letters A, B, C. One, two, three. First, the worst. Second, the best, etc. First is actually the best, probably. But anyway, so eucalyptus sorted me right out, and I had a hot sauna, and then I had a cold shower, and then I had a hot sauna, and I had a cold shower. Because when I first got there, I was like, maybe I'll just stay in the shower twenty minutes, and I can go and see my friends. You know not shower sauna maybe I can just do this and do both and then eventually I gave in the FOMO calmed down I was like you're going to ruin everything if you don't stop so I that's one thing you know that maybe mercury retrograde has been a lesson in in really doing that and I got in bed and I was so relaxed and I slept and now today I feel fine and I think if I'd gone out last night I'd be be a very 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 different story but nonetheless it's annoying (laughs) I wanted to go out so and then I've just broke my mic I've just broke my kit like what the fuck I spilled my coffee I'm I'm still here in London but I do think there's some kind of lesson here because I was supposed to move out on the 14th and I've extended by another month and I I do think that there is something in as much as like you're just not I don't know there's something there's a lesson in it that I don't want to name I don't want to name and I'm still percolating what it means. But there's also maybe because this is my Mercury. I was born with Mercury retrograde in Capricorn and Mercury station retrograde in Capricorn. And we'll move back to Sag, which is what it did the few days after I was born. And I always say that all Mercury retrogrades aren't equal. It will affect our charts differently, depending on what it's picking up. And so it is going to pick up my natal Mercury in a couple of days. It's already it's an aspect to it. And I think that it's really teaching me something about me. You know, Mercury is my chart ruler. This is so fundamental. And so some of you will just be having a nice time and lots of reunions. But like my mum's had her Instagram hacked and now deleted. So that's all gone. But spiritually, and I said this to her yesterday, I think that, you know, there's a lot of memories tied up in that Instagram. And so basically she was hacked and she lost it all two or three days before we got the new puppy. And it's it's almost a bit like you've got to let go of the past you've got to you've got to move on and I obviously always believe that the universe is supporting us so even when it's something shit it's like when I got my phone nicked I mean I'm not trying to say it was good it's I still need to go to the three store and give them a bollocking I'm so I've got I'm so angry with three 
that I'm afraid <laughs> to deal with it because I'm, to go in there and have the conversations I need to have, it's going to take me a good hour of like really shocking the three store st- staff. That's a tongue twister. The three store staff. I'm gonna. They're gonna be shocked. They're they're not gonna know. <laughs> so I am not going to back down. And I, it's going to take a lot of energy. So what they did is after my phone was stolen, um, I went to the three store to get a replacement SIM, as you do. And I already had a backup phone. I just needed a SIM. Didn't need anything else. And the guy in the store is like, oh, it happens all the time. He's like being really nice to me. And then he's like, oh, I can help you out. I can, I can give you a new contract. You can save a bit of money. Now, the reason I'm with three is because they have this three at home business thing. So... I not business thing, travel thing. So where you can go anywhere, you can go to the States, go to Portugal, go to Ireland, go to Italy. And my phone is exactly the same. There's no surcharge. I can text and call like I'm at home, feel at home is called. And I love that. And he upsold me to a plan where I lost that benefit. I now have to pay five pounds a day for that. And I'd just been mugged. I'd just been mugged and I went in for a SIM and somehow he told me this deal was better. Obviously, I was about to go to the Maldives for a month and then to the States for a month and then to Brazil. So if he'd asked me if I travel a lot, I would have said yes. Or like, if I'd known that I was going to lose that benefit, I would have said no. And he, he sold to me. And so when I, when I rang the three people and they're all like super apologetic and I got one lady um, who's tried to sort something out for me in Ireland. But... They're like, you need to go to the store and have it out with them. I'm like, I know, but I I need to have time to be like, look, I'm not leaving till you rectify this because you were so focused on getting a commission that you fucked me over and I'm fuming. Because then when I was in the States, when I was in New York, my phone stopped working because I'd reached this maximum limit that I didn't know I was reaching. And um, I got a credit limit and my phone no longer works. So the whole time I was in New York, I didn't have a phone. So I had to keep going to stores, find the bloody Wi-Fi. And that was irritating. Also, <laughs> pissed me off. So, you know, first world problems and all that. But, um, yeah, I need to do that. So, but th- there was a lesson in maybe having a backup phone and just being having my wits around me. Um, that I probably needed to learn before I went to Brazil. Anyway, so that that's my stories for the week before we get into the astrology. Um, how has your Mercury retrograde been? <laughs> What's the chart of right now? Let's have a look. Pluto's at 29 Capricorn. Mercury's at three degrees of Cap. I mean, it's it's tightly conjunct my natal Mercury. So is the sun. I mean, the sun's at 28 degrees of Sag. The pair of them are on my Mercury and the whole thing's a shit show. <laughs> it's a joke. I can't believe this wired is broke. I'm doing my like two week Christmas episode with no mic. But it's fine. It's fine. We make do. But it, it's still, it's it's been a classic. What else happened? Oh, yeah. Just various other things. But my mum yesterday, she was like, it's been a funny time. Things keep going wrong. I'm like, yes, mum. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> she looked at me. <laughs> funny time everything's going wrong I was like I know I know so when my coffee poured over my feet this morning I was like I laughed I always laugh because you have to I guess that's why having astrology helps because if I didn't have astrology I'd just be like what the fuck what is going on but when you know Mercury's retrograde and everything goes wrong it's like lol 
Okay, Venus is at 18 Scorpio. She's on my Saturn. Fun times all round. Moon's in Aries. Mm, are people going to be feisty today? Or maybe just energised? I hope energised. We've got Ceres at 10 degrees of surge. We've got Mercury at 18 degrees of surge. Sun's at 28, galactic centre-ish vibes. Um, Saturn's at 2. Sextile Mercury. Should be grounding it. Maybe tomorrow will be better. Maybe winter solstice. That's nice. Mercury will be in sextile with Saturn. Um, and the two of them might, you know, that might make Mercury behave a little bit. We can see. <laughs> Venus opposition Uranus, as also tomorrow, winter solstice. Um, also Uranus being aspected then probably plays into tech technology issues so I've got therefore I've got Uranus on my moon and Mercury on my Mercury so we've got some because Uranus is a higher octave of Mercury so if Mercury is communication and um, like letters and post and short distance travel then Uranus is the computer the technology the phone the aeroplane like that the higher level of Mercury it's a higher octave of Mercury they say so both of them are playing up and you must always look at how it's affecting your chart the houses that are being impacted in your chart that's really the game so when it comes to christmas when it comes to christmas i was just reading what i wrote in cycles and then i i was reading around listening you know i like to double check and i thought god really nice christmas i'm really into this mercury retrograde we've got jupiter in taurus which is abundant and generous and, and warm and fun and it all looked very good. And it seems that everybody agrees. Everybody's like, this looks like a very wholesome, loving, connected Christmas. So there's the good news. I've I've said that about New Year already. Um, I feel like I have to say that people somehow have gone, this year I'm going to be more organised. And that people have been a little bit more prepared somehow. More people are ready to stop, ready to slow down. I mean, I'm not entirely. I've got so much work to do. Writing cycles. <laughs> but I need a deadline. I need a deadline. Um, and somehow I'm going to magically get it done. I don't know when, because I've got clients all day today. I've got the event tomorrow. I'm out tonight. I guess Friday. <laughs> I guess I'm going to do it on Friday. Whole thing. There's no reason why I, I couldn't. I mean, I'm so fast when I want to be. It's just the, it's just making me, it's just deadlines. It's just a nightmare. It's a Sagittarius issue, mutable issue. I will get a lot of other things done when I'm not doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing. So it's just the way it is, isn't it? Um, but I can get it done. I know I can. I did my dissertation. I did a lit review at uni, 6,000 words. And then I did another dissertation, 12,000 words. And I did them one in four days and one in seven. <laughs> Stupid. But you just are what you are. That's why we have to work with what we are. And and I need people who are going to hold me accountable to deadlines so then Christmas everybody what do we have hopefully we have a Christmas miracle and the sound on this is okay I really hope so right then final quarter no first quarter moon yesterday was very sad Stevie Cooper was sacked Steve Cooper was the forest manager who gave forest the dream this time two years ago bottom of the championship if you're not into football, then still it's a good story. It's like a fairy tale, you know. Bottom of the league. Bottom of the league two years ago. And then by May, promoted to the Premier League. Got to the near enough to the top to go into the playoffs, to go into the 
Premier League. It was a sensation. It was a Jupiter and Aries sensation for the Reds because Aries is red. It was, you know, it's it's. I read all this stuff yesterday. My cousins were sharing about how it's galvanised the city and it did great things for the city. I went out Christmas two years ago. No, last year, last year, and I couldn't believe how much Nottingham had changed. I grew up until well until 1998. Forest were in the Premier League, and we were a city. Nottingham was a city with a Premier League football club. It really puts you on the map, and somehow it brings money in and it brings esteem. Premier first, like a minute ago, he said first to worst, second the best. There's something about being in the top league, and people. There was such an energy to the city that gradually over time disappeared and it became a drab city. Everyone's like, oh, Nottingham, shit now, you know, shops are closing down. It was less and less energy, less and less people going into town. People like staying in the suburbs in local bars and restaurants there. And st- like the, the city just lost vitality and and the, it's just returned and it's been amazing to see. It, and live and breathe and witness and experience it's been so joyful and obviously the, the, what they did is they bought a shit, shitload of new players the scout I don't even know everyone's complaining like I, I can't pretend to be a proper fan you know I just like the city <laughs> and um they bought these 47 new players and one of them was shit like mum was telling me yesterday like Lingard they spent millions on him and now they can't sell him because he just basically wanted the money and then he couldn't be asked to play anyway they sat the manager and the whole everyone's furious I don't think probably a couple of people are happy there's always someone but most people are like just wait give it a chance so that's shit news and also sorry he looks like such a Pisces whenever I look at him he's got this like gawpy face Steve Cooper real he just looks like a real gawp and sorry, Pisces, I'm not saying all Pisces look like that, but there, it is one of the Pisces looks for sure. Like just dreamy, drippy, like just you'll see. <laughs> Looks like a fish. And he was sacked at the final quarter moon in Pisces. And I thought, interesting. It just really made me feel sure that there is Pisces in his chart because I already thought it. And then I haven't actually taken the time to think about nine months ago and the new moon in Pisces and what was going on then um but I presume there was something I presume there was something anyway it's Wednesday today we probably won't get this out today so I'll skip Wednesday and I hope I did it last week um the Venus Uranus is late tonight actually in the US which means it is tomorrow for us in the UK winter solstice actually isn't until Friday though because we're due a leap year there's a leap year it sounds like due a leaper we're due a leap year as in there's one next year which means um you know the day's a little bit off so winter solstice is on the 22nd um, because we need the leap year to bring it back to the 21st and but nonetheless oh i guess in the states in the states it's still on the 21st for some places the west coast west coast is california side huh west east yeah, so the West Coast solstice is on the 21st, but on the East Coast, it's on the 22nd and in the UK. Moon in Aries for the solstice chart. I shall be talking about that more tomorrow because the solstice chart is one of the ways to look at the next quarter. Um, but I haven't actually studied that chart in detail yet. And I'm not going to because I'm more focused on the New Year chart. That's the one that sings to me more. But feel free to look at the solstice chart. I will talk about it tomorrow in the event. But, okay, 
So I need my phone as well. I need to be looking at charts. Okay, so I will have a quick look. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. So winter solstice is on December 22nd at 3.27 in the morning. We've got sun conjunct Mercury retrograde. Oh, the moon will be in Taurus. Oh, well, isn't that nice? I'm pleased I double checked. I'm pleased I double checked. The moon will be at zero degrees and 21 minutes of Taurus. And Jupiter is at five degrees retrograde, but stationary retrograde-ish. Very slow, at least. He's stationing in a week. Uh, nine days to be precise five degrees and 43 minutes so zero and five so moon jupiter beautiful well that's a stunner and venus at 20 degrees of scorp and uranus at 19 degrees of taurus honestly i know there's a lot of shit in the world but there is hope because there just really is like i the one good you know the brilliant thing about writing cycles is it does take me deep into the nuance of a year and because I'm looking at the moon cycles and the moon is always like um you know a turning point that's why I always talk about these things like the full moons and the new moons because they really give you a snapshot of a moment and the emotions and the culminations of of what is going on and to be to be going week in week out through 2024 and really getting a feel for it is great you know it takes because I always know the transits you know the superficial stuff but but writing about each week really takes me into the feeling of the year gets me excited so I'm doing an event on the 4th of January to do the astrology of 2024 and really go okay this is how I see the rhythm because like this year and also just reflect on this year I really you know I remember looking at it and seeing that that Venus retrograde was going to throw up a lot of relationships, and it did. There was people breaking up all over the shop this year. It's been a really intense year for relationships. Crazy. And then, and then um, October. I was like, what the, you know, what is October? And the eclipses. And, and you kind of do get the lay of the land, really, an over, overview. But I do want to turn around and look at it and go, okay, with hindsight, in on reflection, how did you see it? As opposed to being in the thick of it. Um, I think it's nice to do that instead because, and you know, sometimes I do that with the pod as well. I like to go, okay, let's have a quick think about last week because otherwise it's just predict, predict, predict. And it's not about not being accountable, but it's just always forwards motion and never integrating. And that's why lunar points are really, really great for, for integration. So, yeah, I mean, this is a stunning, this is a stunning chart. We do have Pluto bang on the IC at the moment of the solstice in uh, in the UK and and also on the New Year's Eve chart we have Pluto uh, in the fourth there is something about the absolute root of our life the there is some deep transformation still still of course look at the world look at life it we're we are in this deeply rumbling grumbling shift and I have always maintained now for the past few years people won't care until their money is implicated sadly people don't care people, why are there no rebels why don't why is, is that just life is it just that people toe the line listen to the news and behave like good boys and girls why don't people speak out about things why why do we just allow stuff you know even with the football like all the forest fans are pissed off that, that the club has sacked the manager because like the owner is some fat greek dude the olympiakos guy like proper look at him and he whatever he gets to do what he's won and then the fans just go okay yeah we're all very unhappy but we'll just keep going along and paying to, to watch the matches because 
because that's how it is. And maybe we're not French enough. Maybe I should go and live in France and just stand up for our rights. Have we always been like this? I remember in my dissertation writing about how when the UK found out that sugar was traded by slaves, everybody, everybody stopped buying sugar. And I was like, yeah, I love that, historically. But we're too disconnected now. Nobody... Why are we all so impotent? Do we? Is it just that we feel impotent? Is it the human? Is it just human nature? Um, but I do feel like people don't understand that they've got a voice, and this is something that might change in twenty twenty four with Pluto moving into Aquarius and various aspects opposing planets in Leo. Is like you have a voice, you matter, and I think a lot of the reason people go online trolling and being unkind is because somehow they don't f- understand in their heart that people hear them and receive the. and are hurt by it or maybe they don't are people just not fully conscious that they they think they can go around being rude and nasty or just detached from their heart there's something that is fundamentally shifting and I think until people feel it I I think the middle classes in the UK won't until their house price drops until something happens that actually upsets them I don't think there's any action and I, I think it's financial But I've been saying this for a long time and I'm not proven right yet. But I'm going to say it anyway because next year looks very fun. Like Jupiter's in Taurus. We've got the Jupiter, Uranus in Taurus. Taurus is cash. We've got Pluto. will come back to Capricorn at the end of the year. Pluto's at 29 degrees of Capricorn at winter solstice. Capricorn is the establishment and hierarchy and it's it's being clamped in a vice by Pluto and and inspected thoroughly as to like follow the money follow the money why are there wars follow the money why do the media say this follow the money follow the fucking money because that's where you will see why certain decisions are being made why certain stories make the media why certain stories don't why they censor some people online why they will you know there there are owners there are owners and and in the same way that you look at the football club and the team, the squad, the fans, the city want one thing. The owner wants something else, money. And it's and it's a mirror. And I hadn't planned that. But it's good because it's a smaller version of, of what we see or globally. But because we can't see it, we don't get it, that there are owners of the media. It's not the journalists writing the stories. And it's not the people on BBC News reading it out. They got a job. And, the, you know, there's there is an element of, Letting people think they're free. Giving people the illusion of choice. We have the illusion of choice. Our whole lives are an illusion of choice. And if you want to go completely mad, you can think about that. Like, da, 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 you do this, you do that. At four years old, you go to school. You send your children to school and you give them this vaccine and that vaccine. And then you do this and that makes you good. And then when they sit some exams and then they go to another school when they're seven. Like, is there a choice? Oh, you get a choice of schools. But it, still, it's an illusion of... There's a... There's so, things that are so embedded as normal that to challenge them or be like, is this right? Is makes you mental because it's so ingrained. And um, maybe we're going to start thinking differently with Pluto and Aquarius. There's thinking beyond, thinking beyond limits, thinking beyond. And I'm not, you know, people then go, oh, it's very dangerous to just completely challenge the government and completely challenge everything because then what? You want, are you an anarchist? I'm like, no, but there's time for a, a reshuffle, I think. And that also that people become aware that 
actually they have power and we the taxes you owe and the money you owe and the state owes you you also I saw something that when you in the states when you sign your birth certificate when when you register your baby you're registering to the state and the state get there's something to do with insurance now this might be conspiracy but all these things, anyway, I'm not going to go into it, but all these things that are so normal, Capricorn, embedded as the structures of our life that we just accept, don't, they, <laughs> they are not spiritual truths. They are not divine, everlasting truths. They are truths of this epoch in time and this moment in history and where we're at in the UK. We do things this way. In Sweden, they don't go to school till the seven. In various tribes, things are completely different. But we're so like especially because we watch TV and we have programs and we we see the way things are done and it, it it's all like, this is how we do it. And it's fine. Maybe you like it. It's great. Like maybe you're very happy and you don't want to change anything and we've, you think, oh, I've got a great education system. Don't knock it. I also see that. But at a certain point, it is a state education. And in the same way that China... Really, we you kind of we kind of look at China and they're like mm, awkward, you know, social credit score, communist state of China. They're not even allowed TikTok or Instagram, orcs. But we're, we're only ten steps behind, or twenty, with a state education. And is it all true? Is is everything we are fed? We are fed into a machine, and we don't challenge it because we don't really have time to challenge it. Or why would we challenge it when you're just busy doing what we're doing? But I do think that more people are going to think this way. There's more and more. And I think people will think this way when they lose money. Now, they might not lose money yet because it's an election year. And so the US are printing, 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 because that's what they do. You know, fuel the economy. Then everyone will be like, the economy's great. And then they, the people in power get votes. But still, just it's very interesting very interesting what's going on and we are turning a corner the astrology is turning a page we're, we're entering something completely different and just as before 2020 when things were really different um the astrologers could see that and then life did change that it will manifest somehow i don't know how but this corner being turned will turn and it will be different okay so i kind of talked about that winter solstice partnerships i mean it just looks very abundant and beautiful so congratulations everyone <laughs> moon jupiter on friday fantastic enjoy it so saturday saturday we have moon uranus so some kind of shock some kind of turnaround maybe a rebellion at the city ground <laughs> moon conjunct uranus opposite venus so forest nottingham forest they are trees they are the trees and Moon in Taurus conjunct Uranus, the rebel planet. Maybe maybe my wish will be granted. But I don't know what you're going to do on Saturday, but it looks great. It looks really great. Mercury will move to Sagittarius during the day. Starts out, I'm still at three in the morning because that's when solstice was, but um, Mercury will move to Sag by what time? By six in the morning, 6.30. Uh, Mercury will have moved to Sag Gear change. Gear change. We'll see. Maybe my luck will change. And it'll be more fun. It's like back in, back into party, finally finish work. Because I do, I feel like this week has been a bit long, you know, because it's we've had to work a full five days. The wind down to Christmas, normally you kind of have some half day 
scenes not this year so it's a very long week and then finally you get to saturday of course loads of people still work on saturday but still um bit of a gear change on saturday very friendly all the earthy planets mercury and sag good night out maybe maybe not maybe a big 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 because mercury at 29 as well you know what i think about 29 degrees maybe it is a bit heated and over the top could well be could well be okay so christmas eve what we're looking at Moon's still in Taurus very early, but then moves to Gemini by about 8.30am on Sunday. And we have Mercury now in Sag. The moon will square Saturn. So maybe you've got some jobs to get done if you've not finished your shopping. I mean, how are we finding these mutables, moon square Saturn? I'm honestly not noticing them that much. So I don't have much to say because... When the moon moves to Gemini, square Saturn, I feel like I should have more to say on it. And if you do want to take note of Christmas Eve morning, maybe you'd suddenly remember you've got something to do, but maybe you're very productive. I think that's what I've said previously. And I think that's what I said about a month ago. There's an element of like just getting on with it, being very busy, Gemini. I do think Gemini does well with a little bit of Saturn. Um, people who are very, Gemini is a scattered energy, isn't it? It's multiple and and then Saturn's like just sit still discipline Saturn is discipline Gemini by nature is like what I'm like with writing cycles not <laughs> it's like I'm gonna do everything else while I'm sat here I, I suddenly become extremely productive at social media when I'm supposed to be writing and and Saturn's like no come on you've got to do this if you want to enjoy tomorrow so maybe there's a bit of that but also um there could be a few cancellations maybe like one or two people dropping out, but otherwise it's Christmas Eve. It's a social, it's a social vibe. I've got a lot to get through and it's 12. <laughs> Fine. The bells are going. The bells are ringing out for Christmas Day. Can you hear them? Monday, it's Christmas Day, Moon and Gemini. Well, that's fun, isn't it? Maybe you're going to get some visits. Maybe people are going to be in and out, shake it all about. Mercury's retrograde and Sag. Maybe it's, you know, normally you just have a family Christmas, but this year you pop around to so-and-so for drinks and so-and-so calls in and you go here, there and everywhere. There could be a little bit of that. Um, Otherwise, yeah, it's very chatty. Very, very chatty. The moon is waxing because we've got a full moon on the 27th. And moon is opposite Mars, worth noting. (laughs) But not till late, however... And more in the States, I have to say. So it's in the US where the the evening you could tell someone to do one. Or maybe you just go for a run in the dark. Or maybe you just get out of the house. Or you play a competitive game and fall out would be a great thing to do. Um, Neptune's kind of involved as well. Neptune is square to these Mars planets. So there could be some drinking and irritation. Obviously, it's Christmas. Tuesday the 26th, uh, the full moon is... I thought the full moon was... On the 27th. I don't know why. <laughs> why is it telling me it's on the 26th here? <laughs> Chiron stations direct on Boxing Day. Sorry about that. Sorry about that from me to you. And the moon enters Cancer pretty early. Okay, in the UK it's at half past midnight on the 27th. So that's why I've got that. Got cycles open over there. Chiron stationing direct could bring up some old wounds. Oh, don't like that, honestly. I think that family can be very triggering. Um, 
but maybe you see things there's an element of acceptance the, the magic to Chiron is acceptance so it could be that it could well be that when we look at the full moon in cancer I will return to this later and do a subscriber only pod on the detail um, because I am overstepping my time limit for this um, it's a beautiful full moon to end the year with there's something so sweet reassuring kind sensitive wholesome and soothing to this lunation um, rewire your thoughts take stock what genuinely makes you feel like life is worth living Mercury retrograde is at the galactic center and he can envision a whole new reality. And with this full moon, we can dive into our manifestations and experience life at a new emotional plane. Venus trine Neptune is just another aspect that suggests we are falling in love with life. Enjoy it. The universe has got your back. And that Venus Neptune is beautiful for romance. It, it can be full of longing and loneliness, but ultimately it's, it's just nice. It's good. It's sweet. And... Um, is, is hope there's hope there's a lot of hope in healing and reconciliation um so it's all good i think there might be some honest conversations there might there might be some challenging dynamics but ultimately it will be washed away in healing if if possible christmas is what peak divorce week of the year we'll see how we'll see how everyone maps out with that but i think for a lot of people it's it's very beautiful and a lot of gratitude for what it is and where it's at um but of course, for some people, though, it will be a sad phase that becomes beautiful. Let's be real. Um, now, I'm at Wednesday and I was going to carry on and, and do next week's pod, but I'm low on time. And I think I'll just record another pod next week because in all honesty, going to be easier than rushing this now. Um, so I'll leave this here. Hopefully I will have cycles written one day and it'll be, I'll put it on Amazon. I know people don't like that, but it's really changed my life because I used to get them all printed and then post them myself and just spend basically 27th, 28th, 29th of December sat by the fire, sticking labels on envelopes. Whereas now I don't have to touch it once it's been done. Um, so it's self-published and they print it. It's magic. Um, so yes. I'll do that. And we've got the event on the 4th. Learn to read your birth chart in a week. It starts on the 7th and 8th and is a magic course. It takes you from A to B really fast and shows you how birth charts are read and allows you to ask questions. There's so much space for interaction and learning. I'm learning a course at the minute and I'm in that community every day asking questions. And I know when I run these courses, there's very few people who make the most of the time and ask all the questions. Ask all the questions. That That's, that's why it's there. You can't learn with that. You'll have questions if you go away and study on your own and come back. And, and that is where the questions come from. So we have that um, for the week. And if you've done it again, I will be sending you an email so that you can sign up again um, to make the most of it all. But other than that, have a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope Mercury Retrograde is treating you well, teaching you the lessons that you need to receive and that you sit with that Chiron stationing and the, the moon's opposition Mars and that you, when people annoy you or when you are activated at Christmas, I hope that you manage it in a way that serves you and that you are aware of the energies and aware of what's being turned on, switched up and that you can, you can breathe through it. Breathing is obviously very important with Gemini because Gemini rules the lungs. Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. And, a ha and not even Happy New Year because I'm going to come on again next week. <laughs> because...
we're out of time and hopefully I'll have a new cable for my tech, but I'll be in Nottingham. So there'll be no bloody internet, but we can't have everything. Ciao. Namaste. Merry Christmas. Thank you.